This is Richie. It's Monday's Home Time Show. Hope you had a good weekend. Uh, Through the Decades returns later after those two winners at the back end of last week. Uh, we'll find out what's happened or make me a winner today. All the usual nonsense. No repeat guarantee until five. Thing is, it's just no bush today. He's got a week off. He's on holiday for the week. Restoring himself after his uh, indie disco at the uh, Shine On in Minehead over the weekend. So it's it's a bit of a reduced power home time tonight. Well, it is regarding personnel. Output still the same, friends. Uh, there's no bush. Uh, no bush. One of our two producers has also swanned off for a fortnight as well. So it's just me and our one producer, Adem, just the two of us here in the studio. This is normally a four-man team. It's just the two today. But the show will go on for you. So is that, has that been what work has been like for you today? Someone on your team off, but you've still got to carry on. You've had to take the work, their work. 50% less workforce, but still 100% output. If that is you, I want to tell the world all about it. If you are also a reduced power hero... Ryman the painter's got in touch. Chrissy Boy's let me down, he says. He says he's got a dodgy shoulder today. I've had to plough on painting kitchen windows and cupboards. Ryman, you're a hero. These are the kind of people we want to hear about. If that's been your work day today, tell us about it. Bryony, what's been going on with you? So this morning my husband woke up and decided he didn't feel very well and so announced that it'd be really good if I could paint the office while he wasn't feeling well. And so I've been painting the entire office on my own and surprisingly enough, he's feeling a little bit better now I'm on the last wall. So, look, we need to get into a few terms and conditions here. Uh, was it always the plan that your home office was getting painted today? Yes, it was always the plan. <laughs> he really has woken up with a pre-planned mystery stomach bug then. Absolutely. Well and truly pre-planned mystery stomach bug. And you've completely done it all? I have. I'm just painting the last bit and he's just come in with a cup of tea saying he feels a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> Brani, you're a reduced power hero. Thank you very much. So are you. Been after you today if you are a reduced power hero. Bush is off for the week. Plowing on, on my own, down to 50% workforce, 100% output. Has that been what it's been like for you today, Richie? I've been a reduced power hero. Uh, my labour, according to the Monday Club today, says Andy in Chippenham. I'm surprised you've even had the time to get in touch, Andy. Well done. You are a hero. Tell us about it. If that's been your workday, please. Dave says, I don't have a work, mate. But I do have my own office. I am that, I am that important. It's a halfway house, Dave. You're on your own. Sometimes that's okay. Bush and I got an email from Dawn and it said, your new competition is too hard. Have you thought about making the questions easier or maybe allowing contestants to go back to a decade they couldn't answer? Nobody's ever going to win this. Well, Dawn, told you so. Eamon and Andrew, Wednesday and Thursday last week, both winning £500 each, both going through the decades. So it is possible. But told you so. They are just three great words to be able to say together. So if there's a moment that you've been able to say, told you so recently, no matter how small or petty it was over, I'd love to hear about it. Uh, Mary says, argument with my ex-husband about He-Man. He <laughs> Battle Cat and Skeletor had a purple cat, Panthor. He didn't believe me until he Googled it. Told you so. 
Mary does go on to say, I was very rarely right in our relationship. Uh, Emma says, I told Twitter that Bottas would let Max pass in Mexico come race day. He did. Uh, now one Grand Prix ago there, Emma, but you told them so, so you were right. Any moments where you were able to go, told you so, it's a wonderful feeling. Great words, I told you so. When have you had the chance to say it? Uh, Wanda, who are you saying I told you so to then? Clive Miller, my husband. <laughs> so, what is the told you so? Nine years ago, we uh, want, I wanted to move from our, be quiet, from our flat. Wow. He said, sort of, no. Oh, we'd get a kitchen, but we ended up moving. And nine years later, I told you so. We're in the house. I'm trying to understand what's going on here, Wanda. So, did you move yeah. or did you not? We did. So, I told you so, we should move. So, Clive wanted to stay in the flat, did he? And do up the kitchen? Yeah, he did. Stay in the flat and paint it. This sounds like a live discussion still, Wanda, even though yeah, we're nine he's years painting. on. He's actually painting right now. <laughs> Under instruction, I think. We'll let him get on with it, Wanda. Thank you. I'm not sure that that's actually I told you so. I think it's more just Wanda getting her own way. It's home time, the show that has a radio station for every decade. And right now, it's time to jump through time with Through the Decades. You are now travelling on a trip into the unknown. In a long, dark tunnel through time, the years fly past, age ceases to exist. Where will you land? Will you ever return to your own time? Only Bush and Ritchie can save you now as you travel through the decades. Tesco Mobile. Right, one of you could be winning some cash as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio Decade stations to win £500? We know it can be done now. It's been done twice. But can it be done by Michael? How are you? I'm smashing thanks, Richie. Yourself? Yeah, good. Where are you, Michael? I'm in Kirby in Liverpool. How was your weekend? It was smashing thanks, yeah. Yeah, how was yours? Yeah, very good, thanks for asking. There's no one here to ask today, so it's nice. If you're the first person I've spoken to in two hours. <laughs> well, hopefully there's some listening. Uh, Michael, let's take you through the rules. We're going to give you seven questions, one from each of our sister stations. Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s and the present day. Uh, you're going to have 60 seconds on the clock uh, to get all seven correct. You can't pass on a question, however, and when the time's up, the game ends. Does that all make sense? It does, yeah. Have you heard previous editions of Through the Decades? I have, yes. Have you won? Uh, well, I've, I've, I've done well. I, I wouldn't say I've got all seven, but I've, I've done well. That's good. Hey, all we need to do in life is not disgrace ourselves. That's my motto, Michael. Yeah. Uh, right, where are you going to start? What decade do you want to start with, Michael? And then we'll see it if we can get you back there. Go for the 60s. It's going to go from the 60s. All right, Michael, good luck. Your 60 seconds. Let's play Through the Decades. Through the Decades. 60s. Martin Luther King Jr.'s I Have a Dream speech was given from the steps of what Washington, D.C. location? Capitol Monument. No. Um, Think other locations. Parliament? Parliament? Uh, no. But no. Um, what other things are coming to mind from Washington, D.C.? Capitol House? Capitol Building? Capitol... No, no, I know what you're thinking of. But no. Um, the 
what the, the what's that? Um, the White House. It's not the White House. There are others. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was a bad start. What a done. Michael, it's not the start you would have wanted, and there's no. still time left. Oh. Um, But there's no time left now. You're a loser, and you have lost. You're not almost coming there. Sorry. Hey, I don't apologise, Michael. It was the Lincoln Memorial. Lincoln Memorial, OK. Do you know what? If I didn't have that written down in front of me, I wouldn't have got it either. Hard okay, luck, fella. Don't right. worry. Yeah, don't okay, worry. Anyway. Not to worry, Michael. Uh, you are stuck in the 60s, uh, swinging, so I hear. Uh, no winner today, uh, which means we will play again tomorrow. If you can't wait until then, you can play through the decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now. You just say, open the Through the Decades game. Through the Decades with Tesco so after spending time telling you I told you so, it is possible to win through the decades. Two did last week. Michael's not helped further the argument this evening, but uh, hey, got stuck on one question, that's what happens. Uh, Steph, tell us how you were able to say I told you so. It was when my history teacher, when I was doing my A-levels, told me I'd be lucky to pass, and then I got the highest grade in the class on the exam, then went on to have a degree and a master's in history, and now I teach it at a local high school. That's amazing. That's brilliant. That's so good. Do you, is it? Have you ever come across like the teacher at like a reunion or anything since? I haven't. No, but I lived down the same road as her boss when she was working at the school, and she thinks it's fantastic that I've done it. That's so good. That's that's one of the best ever. Oh, thank you. Love it. Thanks, Steph. Oh, thank you. Bush off this week. He's on holiday. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's just got, got a week off. Very envious. A week to do whatever he wants. Uh, maybe some board games. That's his big thing, isn't it? Uh, do you have a collection or a hobby that is considered a strange one, less than traditional? On this here Home Time show, a year or so back, we went on a national fish and chip shop tour. Such is how much Bush and I care about chips. Listen to this. Boris Bennett... He's 45, just in case you wanted to put an age to the character you're about to hear about. Collects chips. He carries around a folder of chips with him. And these chips have to be from Weatherspoons, right? So you might have heard recently there's a Facebook group of people who measure chips in Weatherspoons. This guy's, this guy's taking it to the next level. He takes a chip from every single Weatherspoons. He's trying to visit them all and keeps them. He puts them in a clear pouch in a little folder, kind of like a little collector's card folder, maybe. And what he does, <laughs> this is the final piece of his, the extent to what he goes to. He coats all the chips in Vaseline and wax to make sure that they don't go mouldy in his plastic wallets in his folder. This is next level collecting. If you have a strange collection, a less than traditional one, we're not talking stamps here or photos of something, a collection that is a little bit different. Tell us about it. Sheila says, mini golf balls. I play internationally. I've got about 110 different mini golf uh, balls from different golf courses. That's incredible. Uh, Andrew goes a step further. I collect dead lighters. If a lighter has run out of fuel, Andrew wants it. 
tempted to get his address, we can send loads to him. Uh, Abby, what do you collect? Uh, vintage prams. Wow, vintage prams. So they like the, the the ones with the massive wheels and like the huge suspensions and kind of thing you might see in the 50s? That's exactly it. I've got a 1930s one, 1950s and a 1960s. Wow. So are they worth a bob or two? Uh, I paid about 35 quid each for them because <laughs> they stink and people don't want them. So why do you collect them? I'm just sad and I like the 1950s. I do 1950s reenactment, so now I've got an eight-month-old baby. It kind of goes with it. Brilliant. What kind of things do you reenact with a 1950s pram, though? Just walk around and people just come and talk to you and they ask you for photos, so it's a bit, bit sad, really. Abby, it's brilliant. And if you, like, restore one right up, what do you reckon you could get for it? About 500 quid. There you go. It's worth it, isn't it? <laughs> I'm currently restoring a couple of them, but they just take time. There's money in prams. So I'm going to buy some. <laughs> Go head <laughs> to head with you. What do you collect? Uh, Natalie, what's your collection? Um, pencils, so pencils, just great, not coloured pencils, grey pencils. So I've been collecting them for um, years. I've got over 2,000. 2,000 pencils? Yes, yes. <laughs> so um, just, just like, so not coloured pencils, just bog standard yeah, lead, so pe- lead pencil yeah so wherever I go if you go to a museum or a zoo or, or anywhere or anything that's a bit different or unique I'll buy them and then if, I've, I've told a couple of friends so if they go travelling they will buy me one um, wow and, uh, <laughs> I'd love to offer you an absolute radio pencil but um, it's hard <laughs> enough to get the boss to agree to a, a branded tea towel let alone pencils <laughs> Oh, same. <laughs> that would have been one of my favourites. <laughs> Hard luck. <laughs> Cheers, Natalie. That's great. Bye. OK, let's get one more collection. Uh, Big Al, what are you collecting? Uh, I collect animal skeletons. All right, yeah. OK. Um, what? How many have you got? Well, I'm probably getting on for about 300, I think. I, I haven't counted them for a while, but, uh, yeah, basically, I've got a fascination with natural history, so I've got... Um, Started collecting skeletons about ten years ago. Built, just built, built up a collection, really. Where do you keep so, them? Well, I have a, I have a shop, um, which is not a skeleton shop, but uh, it's just somewhere to keep them because I ran out of room. So right, and I've actually moved shops twice to, to keep <laughs> to keep adding on to the collection. Al, what do you sell in your shop that is uh, the, that's not skeletons then? Oh, it's a tattoo shop. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. So, what, someone could come and get a tattoo done and see, like, your animal skeletons? Yeah, I mean, they, they can, but, I mean, I do get people coming just to just to see the skeletons on, you know, uh, on their own merit, if you know what I mean. Wow. So, OK. That's a, I'm blown away by this. That's a, what, if people want to go and get a tattoo slash look at 300 animal skeletons, where do they go? It's in Dunscroft in Doncaster. And what's the name of the place? We'll give it a plug. Uh, it's Yorkshire Skeleton Museum. That's uh, OK. So it's the Yorkshire Skeleton Museum that also does tattoos? Yeah, well, the the Skeleton Museum is like the rear of the building, if you know what I mean. So, gotcha. Uh, yeah, so my business pays the rent and it allows me to keep my uh, weird collection. Al, with all due respect to everyone else I've spoken to tonight, you are the favourite person I've spoken to this evening. That's amazing. <laughs> 